0: Building a fan base isn't easy. Artists have to write, produce, and promote their own content, unless they're partnering with a major label or publishing company. This can be a lot for anyone to handle and can sometimes be stifling to the creative process. But what if we could automate this process? What if we could place your content in front of your ideal audience each time you released a new single or full album? Insert YouTube advertising. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how you can leverage YouTube ads to grow your audience. We hope you enjoy it, and thanks for listening. YouTube offers users the ability to place both video and display advertisements on their platform. They offer a variety of ad types, but we'll only cover the ones that'll be most beneficial to you as you're getting started. (laughs) Display ads. Display ads are shown to the right of the featured video and above the video suggestion list. So what is the advantage for independent artists here? Well, using channel-based targeting, you could have your video show up in the recommendation list next to well-known artists. So as users watch content from other mainstream artists, you'll be right in the mix. This will help you increase the number of views, comments, and subscribers you receive from that particular piece of content. Skippable video ads. Skippable video ads allow viewers to skip ads after five seconds. These ads are inserted before, during, and after the main video. So you can essentially place your video content before, during, or after the content that your target audience is watching. Let's say you're a hip-hop artist from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the popular 85 South Show podcast. You may want to place your skippable video ad in the middle of the 85 South Show to increase exposure and drive interactions for your new record. These skippable video ads can be short promotional clips or full-on music videos. Now let's talk about overlay ads. Overlay ads are semi-transparent overlay images that appear on the lower 20% portion of the featured video. These ads were great for selling concert tickets and increasing brand awareness for your new content. Let me give you a quick example. You could place these ads over your own music videos on your own channel. In your location targeting, you could select the places that you plan on covering with your next tour. You could also place these ads over other video channels that are popular in those same tour destinations. Now that you have a few ad types that get you started, let's talk about targeting. Before starting this process, I want you to conduct a small three-step exercise. First, I want you to list five to seven music artists that look and sound most similar to you. Next, have someone else listen to your music and conduct that very same exercise. When you finish, you should have 10 to 14 music artists on your list. Then I want you to list 25 YouTube channels that your target audience watches. Now that you have those two basics down, you're ready to finish your target audience. When creating your ads, you'll be asked about the location you want your ads to actually show up. If you're a new artist trying to build your local fan base, just start with one to two cities. If you're looking to gain max exposure on a new release, you might consider using a larger geographic area. Now, cost does come into play a bit when covering larger areas, but I go over that later on in the episode, so you can skip ahead now if you like. Once you've identified your location, now you're ready to select your age range and channel placements. Now, if you don't know the age range of your target audience, you can always use your artist list as a reference. If this is your first time setting up an actual campaign, I recommend targeting five look-alike artists and five music channels. As you begin to see data in your dashboard, you can adjust and optimize your targeting based on performance, removing channels that don't drive subscriptions, viewership, or sales. Now I recommend running these campaigns for seven to ten days before making any major changes. After you complete your campaign, You'll gain some very valuable information and useful tools you can use for growing your brand on the next project. One of the major resources you'll receive is a remarketing audience. Google Ads allows you to retarget users based on watch percentage and page views. This makes it easy to recreate engaged audiences. Simply tell Google Ads to retarget everyone who watches at least 50% of your last video ad during your next campaign showing these users your content at this point is a little different because they already seen you before this is what we call brand awareness now you may be asking how much does this cost or how much should I spend the answer to the first question is there is no minimum amount you actually have to spend. Which leads us to the second question. How much should you spend? First off, you should know that anytime someone watches the entirety of your ad or clicks on your ad, you'll be charged for that action. Other factors that help determine your cost include your ad type, your bid, bidding selection, and targeting options. YouTube video ads can cost anywhere between 10 cents to 30 cents per click. In general, you'll pay more for bigger ad space and increased ad exposure. So, there's no standard answer for how much you should actually spend. I recommend starting with $100 to $250 campaigns until you find your audience. Once you've identified your best audience, you should increase your budget and your geo. Alright gang, I hope this episode has helped you. I've listed a couple links in the description that will help you get started. If you guys have any questions, any questions at all, feel free to text us at 770-672-5770. If you find this episode useful and want to hear more from us, be sure to hit that subscription button and follow the podcast. And again, thanks for listening. Peace.